0: Dr. Michael Roizen. Dr. Michael Roizen. You, the Owner's Manual Radio Show. You are listening to You, the Owner's Manual Radio Podcast on Radio MD, iHeart, or wherever you downloaded us from. Thank you for doing that. And do check out all the things on Radio MD. Go to that website, RadioMD.com. It is a great website. By the way, this is 63A. The A's are always the latest medical news of the week. The B's are great guests, especially for you. And we have a wonderful guest talking, and I can't pronounce the name of the book, but it's something like a stress resilient combined. And I can't pronounce that word, but I will have the authors. It's talking about how to build resilience by overcoming and managing stress. That's the B segment. We had a wonderful guest on the B last week. You'll want to check out 1162B. But today, the top news story, and that is the longevity is the next disruptor story, and the Royzen rule for younger you story is the ABC risks from long-term use of protein pump inhibitors like Prilosec. The well beyond wellness story is can cinnamon help you control your diabetes? Wellness foreplay, getting to the core of the matter. The odd omega story, you guessed it, getting rid of trans fats. Isn't that unbelievable? It's been, I think, this is now, and I'm going to mistake the number of years, but it is since 2004. What is that, 19 years the FBA has been trying to get rid of trans fat. They're finally doing it. That's the odd omega story. He's a pain in the neck. We used to say he's a pain in some other organ, but he's a pain in the neck. That is a special story, if you will, that is a well beyond wellness story, but it is more important than that. And flu shot, RSV shot, or COVID booster, which should come first and in what order? We'll get to those in just a second, but first I want to go through the ABCs and risk of long-term protein pump inhibitors. There are about 15 million folks in the U.S. take a protein pump inhibitor or a PPI such as Prilosec or Prevacid every year. They ease the discomfort of GERD, gastroesophageal reflex disease, that heartburn-like, by reducing the amount of acid your stomach cramps out. That's sweet relief for sure. But long-term, that may cause you more problems. It can cause kidney disease. It can increase bone fractures. It can increase pneumonia. It can increase vitamin B12 deficiency and clostridium difficile-associated diarrhea. Why all of those? Because it is acid in your stomach that helps you with absorption of some of the things that prevent bone fractures, that kill the bugs responsible for pneumonia, that put out enough acid to help you with an intrinsic factor to help you with vitamin B12 absorption, and to kill the clostridium difficile bacteria. So that's why we don't like them. But in addition, This study of 5.5 years that looked at 5,700 people age 45 and older who did not have dementia at the beginning found that taking acid reflux drugs for more than four and a half years was associated with a 33% higher risk of developing dementia. Now, what does that mean? This is a association study, not a randomized controlled trial. But that's been shown in some small randomized controlled trials, as well as a number of other association studies. So it means that for you, if you have GERD, one, find out what you can do. Identify the trigger foods. Is it coffee? Is it tomatoes? Is it fried food? Is it peppermint? Is it spicy food? Is it carbonated beverages? Is it pepper? Those are common things. Is it chocolate? So eating, getting rid of those. Quitting smoking, also smoking itself can cause GERD. Now, the second thing is avoid lying down within three hours of when you eat. So if you eat, don't take a nap and certainly don't go to bed within three hours of when you eat. And do a little physical activity between the time you eat and when you go to bed. All of those things, and especially small meals in the evening. I can tell you one of the things I had GERD, and one of the things I noticed is when I started eating smaller meals, giving three hours before bedtime, it went away. If those don't work, check with your doctor about other things. There are other drugs. There are vacations. So take this for two weeks, the Prilosec or Prevac, and then go away. Don't take it for two weeks. And then resume if you need to. That way, sleep is important, yes, and GERD treatment is important, yes, it'll help prevent esophagitis and maybe even esophageal cancer, but so is the avoidance of these pills and avoidance of dementia. So that is our longevity is the next disruptor and the Roizen rule for younger you story of the week. Now, the second story is kind of a funny story because it's so ridiculous that it has taken long in the United States. In 2003, Europe and Canada banned trans fats, partially hydrogenated oils. And we studied that, and the FDA published a point of view that they, the U.S. companies should get rid of it, asked for comments on it in 2004. And they put a rule asking the companies to get rid of all but half percent per serving. That way they didn't have to list it on the label. And they got rid of a lot of it, but not all of it. And it's in fried foods. And so then deep fried foods. So then what happened? Well, they published another rule in 2015. And finally, 19 years later, as of January 1st, I think 2014, 2024, they're getting rid of it, 2014. I made the mistake. that was giving them nine years to get rid of it after Canada did. But partially hydrogenated vegetable oils are thought to be responsible for 50,000 at least premature heart attacks, maybe 70,000 heart attacks and strokes in the United States. And that's one of the good stories we'll talk about next week because it came out today, and I usually prepare this the night before, but that is that heart attack rates have come down substantially, and stroke rates have come down substantially since 1970. Control of blood pressure, control of LDL cholesterol, control of blood sugar, and the decrease in smoking rates all contributed as we've gone from we're decreasing 4% a year over the last 50 years. And the reason I said that is it decreased through 2019. We don't have data after that. But for 50 years, it's gone down 4% a year. You'd say 4% times 50 has gone down 200%. That's more than all the cause. Well, no, it's 4% of 100 would be 96. And then 4% of 96 would be like 3.6% of the original. And then when you get to 50%, it's 4% of 50, which is 2%. Well, it's actually declined from about what would be 800,000 deaths a year if we had the same rate as we did in 1970 to about 385,000 between strokes and heart attacks. And fifty to 70,000 of those are thought to be related to the partially hydrogenated vegetable oils. Now, what's combating that and what's slowing our progress is obesity and type 2 diabetes. And one of the stories is, can cinnamon help you control type 2 diabetes? Well, this is a randomized controlled trial looking at cinnamon. And believe it or not, true cinnamon is grown in Sri Lanka and called Ceylon cinnamon. The Cassica cinnamon is not used much because it has side effects. But you want the on cinnamon. I didn't realize it's only grown there. And it turns out that it does help lower blood glucose levels. It didn't have much of a measurable effect on A1C, that long term reading, but it does have readings short term. Now, that's The odd omega story of the week. The wellness foreplay. (laughs) That's right, getting to the core of the matter. People who pump iron often brag about their abs, but a strong core is really what you care about. And that means banishing inflammatory belly fat, as well as protecting yourself from falls, back pain, even incontinence, and even increasing your sexual satisfaction. How do you strengthen the core? Well, meet your core. First of all, what are your core muscles? They're the, you squeeze in your belly and tighten your glutes and you breathe out as you contract them. That is your core muscles. Walking in continually engages your core muscles, especially when you put one foot in front of the other and do some balance at the same time hold your head high, your shoulders back, contract your stomach muscles with each step. That means it is your core. And modified planks and crunches, those are core things as well as balance exercises. So what do I do? Get out of the chair without using your hands, do a plank, a squat, a lunge, and a wall push-up. So those are five simple exercises to get your core. I forgot, bent over back row gets the upper back muscles, which are part of your core. And one of the things I teach patients is what I had to do in grade school. When I was a bad student, I had to look into the corner, that is face the corner of a room, now, what you do is do the same thing, but stand on one leg. You can put a chair behind you so you can't fall down that way. But when you, put, when you stand on one leg, you'll fall into the corner and won't fall down. It's a great way of practicing balance and strengthening your core. So that is our story for 1163A called the Wellness Foreplay. I don't know what to call this one. It's an unusual one. We used to call someone a pain in the neck. That was using a phrase that originated around 1900 to clean up a saying that mentioned a different anatomic location. But neck pain affects about 80% of us during our lifetimes, and 20 to 30% deal with it every year. Main cause, stress. That's right. And another cause is neck. that is looking down at your phone for too much. So what do you want to do? Change your position, get up and walk for two minutes every half hour while taking, and while taking calls. Make sure you're sitting upright, looking at a computer screen or phone, shoulders back, chin up, and if needed, move the computer screen closer to you or raise it up to eye level. And for bras, this is a, one of the causes I learned from this article was that women using a bra that isn't supportive enough also get neck pain. And what to do is to make sure you're using a sports bra with a wide back band and strong front support. So those are things. And you can, of course, use the meditation app on the longevityplaybook.com. I have forgotten to mention our two sponsors, longevityplaybook.com. It's got a great sleep tracker. It's got a medication tracker, a step tracker, a sleep tracker. I probably mentioned that already. A whole bunch of things that help you get younger. And you can do your actual age test, do your act, find out how old you really are compared to your calendar age, and you can also do a skin test on there. Coming soon will be a sleep test, and that'll tell you the effect of your sleep habits on your actual age, and soon after that, a brain age test, and a hip and knee age test as well. But in any case, right now, there is an actual age test to look at your whole body put together. Now, what about the tripodemic and need for flu shots, RSV shots, uh, COVID-19 boosters? My take, and this is my take, no one else's, hasn't gone through the Scientific Advisory Board of the LongevityPlaybook.com. And by the way, I forgot to mention the other sponsor. That's Life's First Naturals, the makers of bovine colostrum, as well as not only bovine colostrum, but True Biotics, two of the things I take every day that help me keep my actual age younger. So my thought is get the flu shot as soon as it's offered. Seniors, you want the extra booster. Don't bother with the nasal one. It doesn't work anyplace as well. Secondly, get the RSV shot if, especially if you're over 75 or in a nursing home. And third, we don't know about the COVID booster yet if the data is good enough. So far the data has shown that the extra boosters after the two shots plus two boosters, the extra, the third, and the fourth booster actually impede immunity. So we don't want you to get something that impedes what you're already getting benefit from so maybe delay those and wait till we have the Novavax non-mRNA. It's a traditional vaccine booster. It may be much safer and better for all of us to get. Those have been the big stories. Remember PPIs? Take a vacation, eat earlier in the day, eat smaller meals at night. You'll feel more energy, as well as not have as much GERD. From a standpoint of your core, those five exercises, getting out of the chair without using your hand, a lunge, a squat, a plank, and a wall push-up. And as a bonus, balance exercises by looking in the corner and balancing on one leg. And when you get good at it, you close your eyes. Third, tech neck, manage stress and change how you use the phone. And by the way, for the technic, also get out of your chair every 30 minutes, walk around for two minutes. If you have a phone, put it in your pocket and use an earpiece so you can do phone calls on your phone while walking with you sucking in and your head held high. For women, make sure you use a sports bra with a wide backband in addition. And the shots, go ahead and get your flu shot as soon as possible. It's really important. The flu not only can kill people and hospitalize them, but causes inflammation large enough to create, to knock plaques out of the artery and cause heart attacks, strokes, and memory loss. That way you want to protect yourself. Thanks very much, especially To our listeners, I haven't given credit to two people I want to really give credit to. Grace Titkemeyer, who helps me prepare these weekly. Thank you, Grace. And one more person that I really cherish who passed on last week suddenly at the age of 88, so it's not so sudden, is Jim Graham, who was on this show for five years, helped me as a co-host someplace around numbers 400 to 800, if you want to look them up in the archives, maybe even 300 to 500, someplace in that. But Jim was a great co-host and wonderful person. His last four years, he devoted himself to serving in hospice and helping other people deal with their illnesses. And he went into hospice as well. Thanks very much. This is young Dr. Mike Roizen saying thank you for downloading us. Tell your friends about us. This is the 1163A, what's important in the medical news as it affects you. Thanks again. We'll be back next week. We hope you are.